Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In today's episode, we're going to talk about meetings and how they need to be redesigned and redefined. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm really, really happy that you're here and that you found us. And if you've been here before, super happy that you're back listening to ways, very practical ways to teach you to be a clear and concise communicator and managing the noise that's all around you. The point of this podcast really is that. And I started a business based on two books that I wrote. One is called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And that book has inspired a series of programs and courses called The Brief Lab. And I also wrote a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And that now has inspired a new set of programs called Quiet Works. Quiet Works for leaders, Quiet Works for teams. And that's just beginning to take off and get off the ground about making silence an integral part of your workday. And as I've done this podcast, what I always want to think about are ways to make you better. And one of the biggest sources of noise for people nowadays are meetings. I can't remember a class that I teach or I've taught in recent memory, distant memory, where the topic of meetings hasn't come up. And it's really a struggle. We've, I recorded different podcasts on how to design meeting agendas, how to prepare for meetings, how to follow up after meetings. It clearly is an area for dramatic improvement. And a lot of people continue to complain about it. And my line is, if you do nothing, it will not get better. It just won't get better. I like to talk about practical, simple ways to improve things. And it is an area where during people's business days, whether it's online or in person, people spend a lot of their time in meetings. And they can waste a lot of their time in meetings. And what I want to talk about right now is maybe the possibility that you just scrap it all and start all over again. Just redesign them and redefine them. Why? Um, you might actually need to schedule a meeting to fix your meetings. Why do I say that? People work in environments where they feel like they have no control. They get invited to a, like a weekly status meeting or a team meeting or a, an update meeting or a sync meeting or whatever you want to call it where it's sort of on the calendar, it's always on the calendar. It's like that for my company. I have Monday morning meetings that have to do with planning, program planning and I have we have operations meetings and we have meetings that are that are on calendars week in and week out. And we take great effort to make sure that those meetings are highly effective because we're in that business. Um, we don't always get it right, but we set it as a goal that we make sure that our meetings um, follow what we tell people, which is they have agendas, the right people are invited, they, they last the right amount of time, there's a very clear objective stated in the agenda. Um, there is a minimum definition of success established. So if things um, somehow derail that you would at least get something done. And we try to adhere for, as a company. What I'm talking about today is um, there are meetings that honestly have been around for so long and they're just sort of the routine and the same old, same old that you may need to hit control at delete, kind of use that old PC adage and start from scratch. Before I get into it, I just want to use, the, I just want to bring this up because I think it's important that the term meeting can be generic. 
in the same way that you used a term like event or video. Okay, so events. You have different types of events. You have fancy events. You have celebration events. You have um, parties as a type of event. There's different. It just say that it's an event is generic in the same way that to say that you have a video. You could have a video could be a, an HD, you know, blockbuster movie. You can have a handheld video. You can do one on your phone. You could have an animated PowerPoint or a Prezi called a video. So to say that it's a meeting isn't saying enough. It can be kind of a generic term, and we have to be careful because we kind of treat like, well, a meal's a meal. It's like, no, that's that's not true. They can be very different things. And to say that we have these meetings can be misleading and kind of maybe lull us to sleep a bit, where we're treating them as if they're all the same, one size fits all. They, they really don't. Recently, I was on a business trip. Actually, I kind of hit two different places. I was in an Air Force base, and I was in an Army base in a matter of 48 hours. And in both cases, we talked quite extensively about, about the need you know, for to look at meetings and meeting agendas, and I gave a perspective on how to design agendas. It was interesting in both cases that there, after those discussions, there was a follow-on conversation more practically about standing meetings that two totally different organizations struggled with. One was a weekly staff meeting that really occupied a big chunk of time. And some of the complaints were, going off of memory, were, you know, people, um, their, their, their part ran long. Some people felt like they were just sitting there just listening to things that weren't relevant to them. Um, the meeting started late and ran long, so there were the, the, the duration itself was an issue, so on and so forth. Another meeting that they shared with me that just really struggling with was a stand-up meeting. And this organization had a kind of a connection to the medical field. And they emulated their meeting on how they do meetings in hospitals. Apparently, you know, in hospitals you have a stand-up meeting every day and then the entire staff kind of stands there and you kind of like do your, your kickoff meeting to get everybody on the same page. Well, this organization inherited through previous leaders um, this daily stand-up meeting where all the leaders of the organization, I think there were something like a dozen or more, had to do this regular stand-up meeting. And we were brainstorming about ways to to address that. And my key takeaway in both conversations, both at this Air Force base and this Army base, was in both instances, my I came to the conclusion that they just needed to to start all over again. Just start all over again. Like they're 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 trying to. It's like sometimes you have a house that's just in such disrepair that you need to tear the whole thing down and just start from scratch. And that, and, that, and that was the feeling I got from both of these recommendations, which got me thinking about the point of this podcast today, which was meetings redesigned and redefined. That it was an opportunity for people to to stop trying to fix the house that was literally just, it's just, it no longer serves the purpose that it originally had served. Let's say that, you know, the house that you're, that you're living in is, you know, three generations old and it was, you know, built by your great, great grandparents in the 1920s. And, you know, back in the day, it didn't have a bathroom and it was retrofitted with electricity and you had uh, a wood-burning stove that they jerry-rigged a, you know, air conditioning unit and, and they put vents and it's just a little bit of a hodgepodge and it's just, then you built an addition and then an addition on top of an addition and 
you can kind of get the picture where this thing wasn't really designed the way it's supposed to be designed, and now it looks sort of like Frankenstein's monster. That can happen in meetings sometimes. And what I really recommend is that you might need to have a meeting to redesign those meetings. And I'm not trying to be funny or play in words here, but you actually have to call a meeting, and it's a design meeting. And in that meeting, bring together the key stakeholders and talk about what really are currently the objectives that we're trying to achieve in this quote-unquote meeting that we're having that needs to be blown up and start from scratch. Um, and then literally brick by brick, piece by piece, wall by wall, reconstruct the intent of the meeting. And this is what I'm talking about is don't be afraid to do that. If you need to do it, just do it. Because like I said in the beginning, if you don't do anything or you keep on doing what you're doing, it's not going to get any better. Okay, it's not going to get any better. So in, in both of these cases, here are some of the things that I started talking about in the redesign. And I, I would suggest going back and listening to Meeting Agenda Design, which is in a previous podcast. Just search that. And also go on the brieflab.com and in our resources, there's a tool called a brief meeting prep card, which could be a really, really powerful tool to use as a, as, a, as a tool to design the agenda for this meeting that I'm proposing that you have. The core objective of that meeting is to, is to redesign this standing meeting that you always have. The risk, if you don't, is it continues to be a waste of people's time, energy, focus, and efforts. Okay, because people are complaining about it, but it's like that house that you keep on talking about. You keep on complaining about, but you you, you know you don't you can't fit all those people in that little tiny house anymore. You got you got to start from scratch, right? And sometimes it you know drastic situations call for drastic measures. So here are a couple of things that I want you to be thinking about in this redesign meeting. Number one is the frequency. How often are you going to have it? If we say it's a meet a week because it was. A, you know, we always done it as a weekly meeting, a challenge convention. Maybe you need to do that meeting every other week. We had an operations meeting at my own company, and I asked, what's the risk if we didn't have it every week? And there, the answer was there was no real risk, operational risk, so we went to every other week. So think about the frequency. Next is um, think about don't try to maintain the pieces of the current agenda. Just cancel it. Just control delete. Just scrap it. Start from a blank piece of paper. Okay, don't feel like you have to go back to that intent. Um, another thing I want you to think about is maybe that in one meeting needs to be two different meetings. Maybe you're trying to be get too much done in that meeting. Maybe one's an update and the other one's a decision meeting so that we can make those two different pieces. Oftentimes I find people are too ambitious in what, they're, what they think they can accomplish in the time that they have. So I, would, I, would, I might break the meeting in half and, and, and make them two different things. Um, I would also, and we've talked about this in recent podcasts, consider inserting quiet into the agenda. Um, we've done a meeting, a podcast on quiet meeting starts. Maybe that's an appropriate moment, this way of starting your meeting, which is everybody taking a few minutes to quietly read the agenda or any pre-reads that you've given them, knowing that they've been busy and they don't have any quiet in their day. And this is why I started the Quiet Works program, that that quiet could be 
an important dimension that it does not exist in your meetings. We're assuming that everybody's prepared. They've read the pre-read aheads and the pre-reads. They're all in the same mind, the right mindset and the in mind uh, frame of mind to get into this meeting. No, the answer is no. They've been running from noisy encounter to noisy encounter. Give them some quiet in the agenda. I'll give you a simple example that happened to me recently that really blew me away. So we have a young woman who's an intern with us and we were doing a special project that she was leading and um, you know we, she she's sharp and she's hearing the things that we're doing on quiet works and inserting quiet into the workplace and we're in the middle of a meeting and we're talking about different we have agendas and she's bringing me through the agenda and we're right in the middle of the agenda so right now like, this meeting was a half hour long right in the middle of the agenda like 10 minutes in 15 minutes in she stops and she says all right the next thing i want us to do is I want us to take five minutes of quiet to read what I've written and everybody can separate. We're all physically in the same room and she let us go away for five minutes to read what she wrote because she was writing a, like a program overview. And she says, just come back in five minutes and we'll discuss what your edits are and your comments to that. So we literally stopped the meeting with quiet and she redesigned the flow. It was incredible. Um, if she had given that as a pre-read, we probably wouldn't have read it but she baked it right in the middle of the meeting. She redesigned the meeting, um, reimagined it really. And uh, we stepped away. I read it with calm, with no interruptions, with my undivided attention. I marked it up and we all reconvened after five minutes. And we, and the agenda continued with us discussing our edits and our comments. It was really powerful. That's an example of redesigning and redefining what a meeting even is. It's a time for talk, for sure, but it's also a time for thinking and consideration and ultimately led to a decision. Um, continue on, I think you should consider changing roles and teaching people how to maintain their role. Um, one is the role as a leader. The leader doesn't mean it's the owner of the meeting. It might be, I, I change the leader every week. I have, I have, we have a better agenda, but a different person leads the meeting. Teaching people facilitative skills. We teach a course um, at the Brief Lab called Brief Meeting Facilitation, which is a really, really cool course about built based on a lot of years that I've, I have had experience as a meeting facilitator, and we share those learnings with people. But teaching people the role of leader, or also like if they have a, a part in the agenda, I'll give you an example. A lot of meetings, people ask an individual or people to provide an update. We'll teach them how to do that. What's the duration of my update? The delivery of an executive summary in the update, um, how to build in some discussion, um, and then how to lead that to guidance or direction and decision. I call these the five Ds, duration, delivery, discussion, decision, and direction. Those are a few considerations. So consider redesigning them, redefining them. But always, here's what I want you to think, is always keep the end in mind, okay? The end in mind is what are we really trying to do in the very limited time that we have together. Keep that end in mind. Always keep that end in mind. And that's, and that's my end with you today. Keep the end in mind. Just saying.